Yeah, that's right. Flula, Milkman, Pony Times! Live from Santa Maria, California. It's the Hurricane and Scroggs podcast. Coming to you again from Santa Barbara County today. It's Owen Maine along with JD Scroggin. JD, how are you? You sound like Jesse the Body Ventura right there. Thank you. Is it, Thank was, you. Is that what you were channeling? I'll tell you what, brother. Yeah, like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> what you gonna do when the largest arms in the podcast run wild on you? <laughs> Wrestling's amazing. I, do you I still miss, watch wrestling? I don't. I know you probably do. I don't. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it for a decade or more. I know, I know you have been At a least big fan. Probably more like 15 years. But in your history, big wrestling fan. You know what? I used to watch it when Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, when he was like at mm-hmm. his height of his popularity, because it was yeah. so, uh, you know, it was so interesting to watch. Yeah. Like he was just such a personality, like very uh, charismatic that yep. he couldn't look away. Yep. No. But I... but that not since I was in like junior college have I really paid attention to it. Okay. Well. Congratulations! It's not probably that good anymore. Yeah. Well, you brought me back with your gravelly voice. Yeah, Jesse Ventura like went off the went off the deep end, man. He like drives around in a motorhome, stays off the grid. Yeah. Well, didn't he say recently he wanted to be Trump's VP candidate, and Trump was like, "Yeah." It's like, yeah, man. I can't believe this Trump joke is going on as long as it has. Like, it's become mysterious (sighs) now. I know. That's the problem with it is that the more people (laughs) say it's a joke, the more like people can get. all huffy about it, right? Huffy and puffy about it. Um, is Cal Poly? Nope. There's another fake field goal, and they're going to get it. Oh, no, they didn't get it. Hey, how about that? Sorry. Why are you faking a field goal at this point? Yeah, that's kind of an insult, right? Yeah. Is that an insult? Up 17 in the fourth quarter? In to a game you've totally dominated, and now you yes. fake a field goal? After you've that's already a faked Mike the Martz kind of like chicken bleep. Up yours? Yeah. 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 Totally. I mean, you know, that's the game, something, it's, it's, that's a three, it's a three-score game. It's a three-score game, but it doesn't mean, I mean, it's like nine minutes left. Three scores is doable. That's the kind of stuff Dan Hawkins would do at Boise State. Oh, I, was, I thought you were going to say at Colorado. He was the Colorado well, he coach, He couldn't right? do it at Colorado because Colorado wasn't dominant. They, you know what I mean? If right, you're not okay. dominant, you can't so do So Hawkins was at Boise before Peterson. Yeah. Okay. Okay, there you go. Who knew? I didn't know. We're, we're back here, and uh, I know on the last podcast we talked a lot of sports. On this week's edition of the podcast no sports no sports beyond that we're going to talk some movies ladies and gentlemen movies, movies of 2016 movies, jd shared a an article with me it's actually on a website called den of geek den of geek.us um and there's a an article on there with a lot of movie trailers and movie things uh that are coming so uh jd mentioned zoolander 2 in the most recent podcast that we did and i wanted to check with jd what is your most anticipated movie you think of 2016 in your mind oh that one's easy and we're not i mean this is 2016 so we're almost done with 2015 i guess there's about a third of the third of the year left Yeah, the rest um, of the year the last star wars hunger is going to pretty much dominate out. hunger games is going to give it a run for the money but star wars should now i saw a projection recently that said hunger games the last hunger games is on track to sell more than star wars even though none neither of them have actually come out yeah, but they 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 track. There's there's experts who track the buzz on movies and and they can can predict what the ticket sales box are office be. revenue. Yeah. Okay. And and but it was just one article I read that that predicted that Hunger Games was going to do better than Star Wars. I okay. don't know that that's true. I don't know if that's the case. I think Star Wars will do better. I think Star Wars is going to probably be a two billion dollar movie. Uh huh. But those are two the two big movies before the end of the year that are right. going to come out and then right. there's a couple other ones too that are that are very interesting right. looking that'll be out before the end of the year one of them is that concussion oh movie did you see that one i i saw the the the, the previews one will, for the it. one with is it will smith yeah i think it is yeah it's, yeah and yeah that looks really really interesting yes and it's like against the nfl the nfl doesn't want it to come out kind of thing oh is that what you saw I, th- I think I don't, you know, I th- that's my picture is like, I mean, it doesn't do the NFL any good for it to come out. I think f- for some reason, I think there was some measure of cooperation, though, between the NFL and them. Th- was and the there? Movie. At some point there might have been. And then maybe there was a falling out. I'm not sure. Well, then maybe not it's not as hard hitting as it needs to be. I wouldn't trust anything that the NFL cooperated with when it comes to that. Well, I think they're probably unhappy with one you know, aspect of the story. I think that sounds vaguely familiar. But, right. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you're the NFL, like. You definitely don't want to be put in a bad light on that. And I think there's, I read an article that said there was a scene where um, 
uh, is it? I think it's Luke Wilson plays Roger Goodell, and there's some like. <laughs> why is that funny? <laughs> I don't know. Owen Wilson's brother, you know, the guy from uh, the guy from uh, old school, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Roger Goodell. Fine. Good deal. Good plan. You don't think he can be a good Roger Goodell? Oh, I think he can be a great Roger you Goodell. Think Roger I think Goodell has like too much gravitas. I think that's something that's hilarious, though. Like, no, I don't. I think I think it's hilarious that he is such like such a dead ringer, maybe. Oh, and you he's, think and he's, he's Luke Wilson? You think he's going to do a terrific job? Oh, I think he looks a lot like him now that you say that. You think he looks like him? Kinda. Okay, I'd have to see the the makeup job. I don't know. I don't see it in my mind's eye that that I I do that Luke Wilson looks like Roger Goodell. Yeah. But I think he could pull off his his demeanor. I think he could pull off his personality. Probably. Okay. Okay. All right. So anyway, so that'll be interesting. The concussion movie this year. Yeah, that's. I think that comes out before the end of the year. That's going to be one of those. Like, Is it Oscar- called Concussion? I don't remember what it's called, to be honest. Okay, I'll look it up while you're. Yeah, telling look me it more. up while All while right. I'm talking. But that one's going to be the, before the end of the year, and I, I'm pretty sure that's going to be like an Oscar, like considerated, considerated, yeah. incinerated. Cal Poly's getting incinerated right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's going to get uh, consideration for uh, for an Oscar. Yeah. But but the you asked me the question, the movie that I'm most looking forward to. That's an easy one. The movie that I'm most looking forward to is Captain America. Yeah, it's America's. called Concussion, and Will Smith plays a doctor. Yeah, and then, there yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I'm most looking forward to is Captain America: Civil War because I'm a huge Marvel movie nut. Like I love them all. Um, that's going to be one of the biggest ones that they've had. It's gonna right. Be a great, you know, great big storyline, lots of characters. Like Avengers three, basically. Uh huh. Um, so that's Captain easily, America: Civil War. Yeah, that's easily my most anticipated. Because movie, because at some point. You know, as great as like Avengers was, at some point, the group in in all comic books that are like this, the group splits up into like two factions is kind of like a common theme. And, and so this is definitely following that kind of a common theme with the group kind of uh, factioning off, um, you know, and, and splitting up and, and being able to like fight each other now. So you don't have to have this like made up villain guy. You can have a you can have a group that that is fighting each other. So there's like two sides to this. That's the Civil War part of it. And that's going to be really fun to see what happens when these guys start fighting each other and, and how that works. Well, there's still going to be a, a, a villain. Um, you know, from what we know so far about that movie, Daniel Bruhl, I don't know if you remember him. Um, he was in... Um, what's the movie I'm thinking about? Uh, what's uh, the one with Chris Hemsworth when he plays... Uh, he plays in a race car driver, like an open wheel race. Oh, uh, Rush. Rush, maybe. Yeah, yeah Daniel yeah, Bruhl was in that, and he plays. Uh, he played Mickey. Uh, Mickey Lauda. Nicky La- Nicky Lauda. He was. Th- that was based on a true story. Right. That Rush movie. Yeah, Rush. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, Nicky Rush. Lauda was a an open wheel racer who got in this nasty, nasty, like life threatening totally. crash where he's in the hospital for a long time, and they thought he wasn't even going to live, and he actually came back to race again. And and right. that guy, the actor who played him, is going to be in Captain America: Civil War. He is playing Baron Zemo. Okay. Uh, so he, Baron Zemo is, is a, going is a to be the villain of the movie. Like, okay. there's obviously going to be disagreements between Captain America and Iron Man, and there's going to be some fighting between heroes. Yeah, I was going to say the heroes are going to fight each other. Yeah, but I at think times. It, I think I don't think that's going to be the main like payoff of the movie i still think that the the final so it's not going to be all dark at the end with like one hero beating the other hero like a lot of comic books sometimes i think it's going to be they're going to reteam at the end and put their differences aside and like take on uh baron zemo yeah and 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 that's going to be like the 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 real bad guy Uh, that's my theory anyway yeah that's yeah so yeah that's definitely my most anticipated movie but there's a ton like i said we, we i was looking at that article uh, from Den of Geek, and it just went month by month through like, yeah. all of the the movies coming out. Like, let's go. through. I'm looking at it I right now. Hear, I want to hear what, kind of what you yeah, let's, think about some of these. And which let's ones do you like. Go let's see? do like try to keep it to like a couple sentences about each one about why okay. we're excited. All about right. It. So okay. first one, first one, the first blip on the radar for me is February 12th, Deadpool. Oh, and that's gonna really set the tone, right? I mean, like I'm so excited about this because it looks just like really funny, really adult. It's not. It doesn't have pretense. It's just amazing. The guy breaks the third, the third wall, fourth wall. Fourth the guy breaks wall. the fourth wall. Whatever, however many walls there are, he breaks it. And um, yeah, I'm I'm super excited about this one. Super excited. Super I, excited. I, I think seriously, I you guys. agree. You are super excited. You are. <laughs> Stop calling names. But yeah, Deadpool is gonna be cool because it's gonna be way different than any other superhero movie we had. Yeah. It's gonna be R rated. 
There's going to be really funny quips. It's, it's a be... similar reason why I was excited about Guardians of the Galaxy. It's that it's a little bit different in the realm. No, well, there's going to be more ultra violence than anything you've ever seen in a, like, a superhero movie before. <laughs> it's going to be like Quentin Tarantino Pretty meets, much. meets like a superhero movie. Yeah, totally. Right? Totally. Yeah. Which is going to make it unique, and that's going to be cool. Because right. we talk, when you talk about like superhero fatigue and people getting tired of the yeah. movies, yeah. It, it, you're not going to get tired if it's something fresh that you haven't seen before. And that's going to be one that's going to be fresh you haven't seen before. So that kicks things off February 12th. Also, that same weekend... Zoolander 2. Really, the same weekend. It's a really, 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 really ridiculously good movie weekend. Uh, yeah, but if you had to only go to one. Oh, I wouldn't. I would, oh, gosh. What are you going to do? Because there's a lot of people Deadpool. who pick one. And that's I'd, it. I'd pick Deadpool, and not, not because I think one's better than the other, but because of the, the format with which. So seeing something on a big screen is still a deal to me, and I think Deadpool is going to have a lot more action that's going to be appropriate to see on a big screen versus... I mean, I fell in love with Zoolander way after it was in the theater. So um, I'd love to see it in the theater and I'll support it and I'll go to both. Maybe not that weekend, but I'll go to both at some point. Um, and, and Zoolander is the one that I, you know, that I think might even have the most like that I would watch maybe the most times, depending on how it's written. I always like uh, sequels that come out a long way after the original. Like this one, you, you know, I, I trust Ben Stiller to maybe put a lot of time into it and make it something that's that's funny all around, even if there's some similar jokes that are in there. Well, Zoolander, you're right. Zoolander, when it first came out, was a flop. Like, right. nobody went to see it. Exactly. But it found, like... Because it was kind of one of those movies you have to see it multiple times to, like, be in on all the jokes. Right. And, and I, at least I feel that way anyway. I did, right. The first time around, I was like, oh, this is dumb. And then I watched it a couple more times, and I'm like, wait the a second. The world's greatest hand model. <laughs> this isn't dumb. Like, this is hilarious. Yeah. But it's built up, like, this huge following in the right. same... Put your mic... Tilt your mic up a little bit more towards yourself. Oh, if you can. sorry. That's okay. You're just getting a little quiet. You're talking into the black thing, but that doesn't mean the mic's close to that thing. So, yeah, having a little technical difficulties with JD Scroggins' mic. Not that okay. he's ever, not right. that he's ever been accused of being too softly spoken. But all right, so oh, that's, is that better? Yeah. Okay, so oh. <clears throat> back to Zoolander. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? You're saying that um, when it came out, it was a flop. Oh yeah, that's right. But but here's the thing though, it got a huge following, home video or cable or whatever, and then all of a sudden everyone likes it. Right. I think what's going to what you're going to see here with Zoolander is kind of a similar tale to what happened with Anchorman. Although right. I think Anchorman had a much better run in the theaters. The sequel didn't come out until years and years and years and years later, and it had gotten to be such like iconic status as a movie, right. as a film that no matter what Anchorman 2 did, it couldn't be good enough. It couldn't be good enough because it's right. not going to be as classic. Right. And Anchorman 2 had more jokes. It was like a joke every second. Right. And they were all funny. It was all funny. Like Anchorman 2 is good. And if, there, if Anchorman didn't exist, the first one, we would think Anchorman 2 was like the best thing ever. Right. But because it's following the first Anchorman, it's right. not as classic as the first one. Right. It had struggles. Right. And so people think of it like, oh, it sucks. Right. But I think, I think Zoolander 2, has, that's the danger. It might fall into that same trap. Like, right. you know, it's not going to stand up to the original no matter what. Right. So people might judge it and think that it's not any good. Right. Hopefully it's good. Yeah. But you're right. If I had to choose one, I'm choosing Deadpool. But that, but For that's, sure. that's how this year is, though. That's a big movie weekend, JD, on February 12th. It's a big movie year, and that's the point of this this um, this whole podcast is that I typically go to, like, you know, three movies a year, maybe four if yeah. I'm lucky, especially when you have a couple kids and wife at home. You don't really get much time right. to go to the movies. But for those few times a year, this year, 2016 coming up, there are so many movies I'd like to go see. So sure. it starts okay. off with those two. Okay. What's next for you? Batman v Superman? Or do you want to, or is that Tim Burton one in, enjoyable for you? Um, no, the next one on my list is definitely going to be Batman v Superman. Okay. Um, Dawn of Justice. Dawn and, of Justice. Yeah. What are, what are your thoughts on that? that you one? know, I'm going to have mixed feelings because this is definitely one superhero against another. That's the name of the movie. Yeah. Like Civil Wars. Yeah. Okay. Fine. There might be like some, some, Something's going on, and and I bet there's a villain in Batman versus Superman too. Oh, maybe. there is totally right, but we don't know who it is yet. We don't know who but it there is, is, and we don't really and know. They're going to team up and like. go against them. But then and Wonder then Woman's going to get in on it too. But aren't they also going to fight each other? They're going to fight each other for a portion of the movie. And can I least. say this? Can I say this? And this is like the problem always with Superman. I think this is like Jerry Seinfeld's thing about Superman. Like it's Superman. He's freaking Superman, and you're telling me that Batman has a chance against him. He's 
flipping unless Batman has a bat suit of kryptonite. Hello, like that's the only thing. That's the only way that I could see Batman versus Superman being anything like interesting to watch. It's it's like watching you know LeBron James trying to go up against you know my two year old. Like that's that's the equivalent um, physically between those two fighting. Superman not being able to find someone really like or like if can Batman hide from Superman can Superman <laughs> like not know that Batman is Clark Kent or is is Bruce Wayne like I just don't I, I don't um, I, I'm really interested to see how they make that a believable thing that Batman versus Superman nobody's can be versus Superman really when it comes <laughs> down to it right he's flipping Superman well here's the thing super Batman here's the thing here's the thing even Lex Luthor is kind of a funny figure that Superman just kind of lets hang around. Well, here's the thing. Batman is smarter than Superman. The Batman... Is he really, though? Yes, he is. Batman is smarter than Superman tactically and, like, ingenuity. Yeah. And and Superman also is more... Like, he like is more noble. So there's lines he won't cross. Superman will hold back. Superman won't punch someone as hard as he can because he knows he's going to kill him. So, like, there's lines that Bat- Batman doesn't kill either, but there's lines that he's willing to cross that Superman isn't willing to cross. And you're also dealing with someone who's smarter tactically. Okay. And who's... Well, I'm just saying, we're getting into this All geeky right. discussion here. Yeah, no, I just... I don't think physically, obviously, Batman or any other person is going to be a match for right. Superman in anything. But the key is, if you're the writer of Batman v Superman, you have to make it believable. Right. And that's your challenge. And if right. you can, can make it believable, it's going to be a heck of a movie. Right. And like you said, also they're not going to end up fighting. It'll be it'll be similar to the idea that I'm floating about the the uh, the Marvel movie with Civil War. Yeah, they'll fight for a while, but they're not going to fight in the end. In the end, they're going to team up, form the Justice League, and fight against some other person. So that's that that's where this is going. And and while it makes me uncomfortable to see these things like guys fighting against each other sometimes, as it will make the audience, you're telling me there's going to be a payoff where they do get together. Yeah, the climax of the right. movie is not okay. going to be Superman okay. fighting Batman. It's going to be Superman and Batman. Oh, and probably Wonder Woman and okay. maybe even like Aquaman and Flash or somebody. Nice. Also fighting against some other, you know, big guy. And it's probably not going to be Lex Luthor. It's probably going to be right. someone we don't even know who it is. Okay. Okay. Let's let's keep rolling here. Who else who else are we seeing? Okay. What other so movies? Let's... Jungle Book? You want to talk about Jungle Book? Is that the next one that That's you see on the list that you like? I what don't do know. you think about Jungle Book? Didn't they already do? I guess I guess This they... one's live action. Did you know that? Yeah, it's, it's live in, action, but it's not the tigers and stuff, obviously. Well, they're, they're going to be CG, but this right. is another series in what has become a trend lately with Disney. To reboot. Doing live action versions of their cartoons. Right. And back in the day, Disney did a lot of live action stuff. Um, oh, yeah, like, like the, in the 70s. Even in like the 50s and 60s and 70s. Yeah, yeah. there was a lot of live action. And then, you know, in the 80s, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, they kind of went back to their animation roots. And it seems like they're giving you know, more, more credence to live action stuff. The live well, action it was stuff, Little Mermaid, right? It was Little Little Mermaid turned the tide back to animation. Like Little Mermaid was the first princess There was like a movie. big gap between what, Fantasia and Little Mermaid? Well, just in success. Like there were cartoons and stuff that they had done. Right. But none of them were like huge critical success. But then you had oh. Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid was the first one where it was like, oh, we're going to treat these songs like they're Oscar worthy, you know, like when we're going to like give it a cl- like critical acclaim and when Lion this is going to be was after then that Lion King followed. Then right. all of a sudden after Little Mermaid and Lion King, you've got this tradition of Mar- or Marvel of Disney right. soundtracks like being written by like big name artists being and worth perform- buying the album. Exactly. Just for the album. And sake. then, yeah, then it turned into a phenomenon and that's what really kicked it off. So but I right. think it all started with Little Mermaid. Then of course, Lion King, then, right. you know, um, well, uh, what was the follow-up on to Lion King? It was like a. Well, I mean, you had things like it was Pocahontas the, and other Pocahontas. That's the on. one I'm thinking of. Yeah, was it? yeah. Okay. That was the next one. It was another big soundtrack. I mean, and there were some in between. You know, Mulan was there at some point too, and like some others. You know, just kind of princess after princess, all the way up to Frozen. Really, when it comes down to it. Yeah. Um. Also directed by John Favreau, so something to think about. Um, Who you know. kicked off the Marvel? Uh, uh, you know, cinematic right, with Iron Man. If it yeah. wasn't for John Favreau, you wouldn't have right. Iron Man. You know, heads up display and a black screen. Right. You know, acting. Th- then a couple months, what two or three months after the, um, wait, when's uh, Jungle Book? What date is that? Uh, you didn't say April. April fifteenth. April fifteenth. Okay. Yeah. So tax day. 
right? Yep. So now we're getting closer to, to the next big one. Civil War. Which we already talked about. Right. So, so Civil War is going to be fun. May 6th. That's a must go. So, you so just far, see Iron got... Man versus Captain America. You see the cocky guy against the humble guy. The guy who kind of believes in himself versus the guy who believes in... You know, it's, it's, it's really the... At its heart, if I was going to get all like... Um, uh, you know, stuff I learned in college, you know, at its heart, it's like the conflict that America is. It's the, the conflict between we're all together and the conflict between you can pull yourself up, um, you know, between the two characters. It's really the, the two sides of the greatness of America, if you really want to think of it that way. Yeah, well, it's freedom versus accountability, basically. There you go. Those, those are the sides. It's Ooh, like Iron Man. One. Iron Man wants I'm sure you didn't make that up, though. No, that's the theme of the of the book of right. Civil okay. War. That's okay. the theme of the book. Like, if you okay. read the comics, uh-huh. that's what it is. Iron Man wants costumed heroes to be accountable for what they do because... No, Captain America does. No, Iron Man does. Iron Man wants heroes to be accountable for what they're doing, accountable to the government. So, like, so if you want to be a hero, you need to be trained properly. You can't be going up blowing up schools and you know causing all this damage okay you need to be that's iron man that's iron man side captain america captain thinks. america's side is no you can't have heroes or you know powerful people be uh, under the thumb of the government because the government's not trustworthy because the government the government will manipulate them politically like you okay. can't have your heroes right be political heroes they have to be autonomous right so that's where the clash and is. do the right thing based on their gut well, they just have freedom, right. freedom. If right. you remember Captain America Winter Soldier, you right. know, the whole crux of that movie was, oh, we've got these, we're going to put these big old, uh, hu- you know, uh, hu- helicarriers right. in the air and they're going to shoot anybody who's bad. Right. And it's going to stop all wars. Right. But at the cost of everyone being afraid that they're going to get, get shot. shot. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. Uh, so this, uh, Captain America says, this isn't freedom, right. you know. So like that's, it seems like that theme is carrying over also. It's carried into age of ultron because ultron was a supposed to be a peacekeeping program and it ended up backfiring and and there's your example right there right right and that's that's the that's the kind of setup yeah. now for this for this so whose side are you on are you on the side of heroes need to be accountable and should be you know under the government or are you on i the think side you can of have freedom? a nice balance as long as there's teamwork involved jd well i mean but whose side are you on captain america or iron man do i have to take a side right now yes that's the po- point of this discussion you have to take a side right now you can change your mind when the movie comes out if you don't like who you chose. <laughs> um, I'll take Captain America's side. Yeah. What's the reasoning? Because I'm also skeptical of government in charge of things. I'm not like a I'm not like a conspiracy theorist, but I think that systems are oftentimes not set up the way that we think they are, or the way that they need to be. And people don't have a good picture even for how they're set up. So even if you do have government that is, quote unquote, keeping things accountable, um, those rules can be changed anytime, too. And then it's not really accountable. It's just accountable to a different person who you don't know who it's accountable to. At least on Captain America's side, you know who's making that decision, whatever that decision is. And if we want to sort it out later, you you can kind of accurately. I think with political things, you just can't sort it out sometimes. It's just, you know, at least not officially. So. Yeah, yeah, I look at it this way, like like the, the heroes, they should be like the Supreme Court, you know, they get appointed and then we, you just trust them. You trust them until they retire. Like you don't reelect them. They're not subject to political parties. They're not subject to political things. They're just they get appointed based on their merit. They're the heroes. I'm you know? looking at this list, J.D. What? Oh, my gosh. Let's keep going. <laughs> I told you. Oh, dude. So what's the next one? X-Men Apocalypse? Well, there's uh, one called The Nice Guys. I don't know. Is Do you that... want to talk about that one? Nah. We'll talk about anything you want. Yeah, let's talk about X-Men. Um, here's May my thing... 27th. Here's my thing about X-Men. The last X-Men movie that I saw was in the drive-thru, and it was the one where they went back in time. Yeah. I thought Days it was of Future Past. Really well made. Way better than I thought it was going to be. I was over X-Men, honestly, after the um, the one where they're all in like the, the Academy or something. Yeah, First Class. Yeah, that was lame. But um, I really liked Days of Future Past. Really liked it. And it was fun. Ian McClellan's the guy there, right? Ian McClellan? What's the, what's the actor's name? Oh, Ian name? McKellen. He McKellen? plays old yeah, Magneto. Yeah. He's not going to be in this one. No, but He's like... He's done, I think. But FYI, I, I think he... Pa- did he pass away? No. No, okay. He's still around. Who, who passed away that's like him? Um. Oh, uh, okay. Ian McKellen played Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. 
And then, and then uh, Christopher Lee, who played the yeah. other wizard, the bad wizard okay, in right. Lord yeah, of the Rings. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he also played Count Dooku. Okay. He well, recently passed away. Okay. Christopher Lee's got a story. And I was listening to Greg Proop's podcast, and he told the story about Christopher Lee, about who he was. Yeah. He was like, he was basically a spy for England during like World War II. And like some of the stories that he, that he told were like just incredible. And then Christopher Lee decided to be like in a, um, in like some kind of a slayer like band yeah like the a past death, few years like a did, death metal band yeah the past few years he had done like <laughs> christmas saying, carols yeah. or something like that in like metal yeah, dude yeah like just like it some 80 year old guy it made me so happy to listen to like this guy's life story and it was so inspiring to me so sorry to kind of go that's off not on the same guy tangent. ian mccullen is also like a really cool guy and and um i heard him the, way, the reason why I thought of him is because I heard him on the Nerdist podcast recently okay. um, and talking about, you know, his what he does and how he does it. And um, he's kind of skeptical of getting interviewed in podcasts and kind of doing the press junkets and stuff. So uh, Chris Hardwick got got in with him. So you heard him recently with Hardwick and then you and just it was asked good. me if he was dead. No, no. But, but I got the two mixed up because because <laughs> Proops was talking about one of them and they were both in Lord of the Rings. So give me a break. Sar- Saruman and, and Gandalf. Yes. All right. Um, so X-Men coming back to it. I'm open to it being good, but I don't have expectations. Yeah. I like a lot of, of comic. They, they've rebooted it. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Well, like, a, you know, the, the controversy with this, right? See What's this, that? See this picture right here that shows it has yeah. Magneto with Psylocke and uh, uh, Olivia Munn plays Psylocke, by the way. Uh huh. And then Apocalypse in the background. Uh huh. Okay. These pictures cause like a huge stir among like geeks online, fans of the X Men, because. Um, it, it is very not not really comic accurate. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a totally um, just different looking. And and right here it looks blue, but in the first photos that came out, he was purple. Okay. And I think they've kind of twinged it, tweaked it a little bit to be more blue. But okay. people were just like so mad that he okay. was purple and he didn't right. look like the comic book character. That was a huge backlash against it. So really? it'll be interesting to see how the movie performs. Right. Um, in spite of that, huh. I think that that. Um, it has a potential to be good, uh-huh. um, but there's a lot up in the air because you're introducing a lot of new characters, a lot of new actors. Hugh Jackman's probably not going to have a big role if he does at all. I don't even know. Right. Um, but he's, you know, he's not going to be the main guy anymore. Um, the, the, like you said, Ian McKellen or, you know, he, I, like I said, I mean, he's not going to be in there anymore. Professor Xavier's not going to be in there anymore. Like this is, there's a lot of new people. So, um, there's a lot of uncertainty, I think, about that movie to the point that I don't even know. I don't know that I'll go see it in the theater because that might be one of the ones that I cut. And I'd say, I'm just going to wait till it comes out on. Well, yeah, you only have so many options, especially rental. with, with many kids. I mean, I'm going to have a kid coming in March. Oh my gosh. That's like, right. Maybe this is what my wife and I do is to try to get away to the movies. Uh, Yo, maybe dude, that's like the thing impossible. That, yeah, we, we have family like super nearby. <laughs> Lucky so for you. Yeah, yeah. You have childcare. Yeah, we can, we can utilize that Cheap pretty well. Childcare. Okay. This is when we're going to get really fun because the next one is Warcraft, June 10th. I know, of 2016. Right? Are you excited so, for that? Did you play I, Warcraft? Do you play World of Warcraft? I haven't played World of Warcraft. I did play Warcraft and I've played Starcraft. And I am, I didn't know this movie was even coming out before a few minutes ago. Oh, so, so you're just seeing this. I haven't been looking time. ahead. Yeah. Uh, everything after X Men, I, I, I didn't know was coming out. So, um, you know, Warcraft looks cool. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it's. As any video game that's adapted into a movie, I'm always also skeptical of, um, you know, exactly how much we can get behind a character versus like the strategy of the game that, that you know, because people play those games because there's a strategy to it. They don't play them because they love a particular character or the Terrans or whatever. Well, you, you know, love like, your own character. You love the character that you're playing as. Whoever the character, that character you create. Is. Right, right, exactly. So, um, so I don't know. It's uh, How are you feeling about it? What, what are things that you've heard? Um, it's been, I, I haven't heard very much. There haven't been like crazy leaks about this movie. It's right. just been kind of like a little bit of buzz here and there, but I think the video game community is so, uh, so robust, like oh. the, the, the amount of people who play world of Warcraft that it's going to be financially successful no matter what. Cause all those people right. are going to go see it just because they have to go see it. It's right. the first one. Right. You have to, if you're any kind of world of Warcraft player, right. you're going to see this. In movie. a way it's incredible that one hasn't come out yet in the last five years. Well, they've been working years. on this one for a while. Okay. I mean, it's, I mean, this isn't like fly by night kind of thing. So right. that, you know, a lot of people have been talking about the effects and what they're going to look like. And it seems right. like from the early reports that 
they might be pretty decent. Okay. Um, so okay. I think that visually everything's there to have a cool looking movie. But what's the premise? Is the story going to hook me? Like, is it going to be epic enough for people? Like all those questions. Exactly. Think, yeah. yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Whereas, whereas with Lord of the Rings, you know what the story is going to be. Like, you know what the payoff's going to be before you even watch it. If you're a fan of the books, you know, like yeah. you know what the, the content is going to be. This one, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what the content's going to be, but there, I, I think no matter what, even if the movie is a total flop, right? Like, like critically and no one likes it right it's still gonna make money because a lot of people are gonna go it's not gonna be one of those things where like fantastic four this year fantastic four there was so much controversy leading up to the movie it totally bombed nobody went to see it the buzz was so bad it it was terrible and it flopped even if you have bad buzz about warcraft so like let's say they don't screen it to to uh critics beforehand and they're right. just like and nobody knows anything about it and right. people are like i people don't know gonna go see it even if they're yeah even if there's negative signs people are still gonna it's go called see warcraft it. exactly right. whereas we're like ah forget the fantastic four right the warcraft people are i mean i i feel like they're still gonna go see the movie okay i'm gonna move straight to the end of this list jd wait what then there's two movies in between that i'm not there's the enfield poltergeist and Finding Dory. Finding Dory might be fun for my little girl. Maybe that'll be a movie I take her to. Okay. Okay. But the end of this list, at least as I see it. Oh, no, the, there's on more. the first page of this list. <laughs> We're halfway through, okay. Owen. You want to speed it up? Independence Day. Resurgence. Yeah. Holy crap. This was the best movie of the 90s. <laughs> this is your favorite movie in the 90s, really? I think it's like like beat by beat. I can pick up this movie anytime. And there's like cool stuff going on. All the time. When I saw this movie, I took the bus in from Cayucas to San Luis Obispo. Yeah. I saw a um, a matinee of it by myself. And that was when I was like, I had like kind of a job. And so I had a little bit of money, but not a lot. So I would spend it on movies sometimes. I think I came back and saw it like a couple of times, uh, other matinees during the summer, because I really liked it. Uh, I think... You well, know, why just, do you like it so much? Because I mean, we're, ta- we're talking about a decade. It's a feel- that includes it's, Jurassic Park, Titanic, yeah. some of the highest grossing movies in the history of cinema. No, Independence in the 90s. Day was that when it came out, though. Uh, uh, you, up until if, then, right? I don't know. If you go look up a list right now of like top grossing movies of the 90s. Okay. I got, you know, I Titanic know was number was, one. For me, it was Jurassic one of the Park, first, I think, was number two. I think I was in middle, like early middle school, maybe, or like seventh grade, sixth grade when Independence Day came out. And when it came out, I remember thinking like, this is like an epic movie. This is like, a, this is the thing that I need to see. Like, so maybe marketing for it was really good. Will, it's Will Smith's like at, in his Will, all his Will Smithness in terms of being well, that an was action his breakout star. breakout role. I know. Like yeah. His first movie right. role. I mean, so like, you know, what was Sylvester Stallone? First, it wasn't his first movie role, but it was his first like breakout role. Sylvester Stallone and Rocky or like, you know, like th- this is the kind of like, you know, movie that you want to see, you know, what was, uh, you know, uh, whatever De Niro and the Godfather, you know, like I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it was like that, but for those actors, that was their movie that, that got them, you know, where they are maybe, um, or they started them on that path for Will Smith. This was that movie and yeah. he is amazing in this movie. Um, Wait, so why, so, so why do you think it's the best movie of the nineties? I don't know. You got to back that up. You can't just say it's the best movie of the nineties. I don't know why it just doesn't miss a beat. There's no bad parts. There's no bad parts. There's no irrelevant parts. There's no the 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 storylines all intersect. There's the story. There's the um, uh, the Randy Quaid's Randy Quaid yes. storyline. There's like the you know they 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 have all the storylines that kind of come together and intersect at some point with the president and uh and you know Jeff Gold Goldblum right mm-hmm. does a decent job. Like I, I just think all the acting is really good. The the writing is excellent. Um, the story is is you know something that you can get kind of get with in terms of you know humanity fighting back. All those reasons. See, I would say another Jeff Goldblum vehicle is definitely the movie in the 90s, and that would be Jurassic Park. Uh, j- you know, just where, it really where stands. Where did they come out in relation to one another? <sighs> I think Jurassic Park was first. Oh, Jurassic Park definitely came out first, yes. I think Jurassic Park was like 92, maybe 90. Yeah, 92, I think. Was it really that early? I so think Independence so. Independence Day was 96, so I was 15. Um, so I might have been a high- freshman in high school? Yeah. Oh wow! Okay, well there it's you go. Definitely high school, I think for you because we are yeah. we're the same age. I think yeah. it was definitely high school when okay. Independence Day came. Independence Day. See, I can easily look at it and go Jurassic Park. That's the movie of the '90s to me. Independence Day is good, but I'd have to look at a list of movies of the '90s if I wanted to rank it. Whereas worldwide, Jurassic Park for me, I don't have to. I don't have to make a list and worldwide see what else. Independence Day lifetime grossed eight hundred and seventeen million. 
Yeah. Um, opening weekend, it was 50 million. It was number one. Um, I'm trying to see if it. It's the all time best alien invasion movie. 50th all-time domestic but if you look at like blockbusters since then like like records get set all the time because they open things on wednesdays and so it's like a is it a five-day opening weekend or a four-day opening weekend or a three-day opening yeah. weekend right? Just do, dude google like highest grossing movies of the 90s highest grossing films highest grossing or biggest openings well what were you saying you were saying made the most money you're talking about the opening only now whatever yeah, oh, you're okay. just searching for anything that highest. can help you win the argument. <laughs> okay, here's here's the list. Here's the list. Okay, highest goes top ten in the 90s. films. Um, of let's see if this shows me. Top ten films estimated. There's 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 90s. Okay, top ten films. Um, Titanic. Titanic's number one. Star Wars Episode One. Oh, pff, I forgot that was in the nineties. Jurassic Park. Jurassic third, Park. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. The That's Li- also better than Independence Day. The Lion King. And then Independence Day. Okay. So, I mean, it's in the top That's six. Fair. Yeah. It's in the top six it's, it's o- by this. And overall, you know, 96, it was, you know, it came out the same year as Twister. <laughs> it came out a year after Toy Story and a year before Titanic. So I think because Titanic came out and it was like in theaters for like a half a year for like 40 weeks. I mean, you know, I know it's a lot more than half a year, but it was in theaters for a really long time. Yeah. Titanic uh, was got, a phenomenon. It got forgot. But Independence Day was a phenomenon the year before Titanic was. Mm-hmm. I think it got people used to this like big phenomenon idea more and more. Um, so everything's a stepping stone on things that came before it. And um, yeah. certainly Independence Day was really good. So, so I'm Independence exci- Day 2. I, I didn't know it was coming short. out until just now. So I'm, I'm stoked about it, I think. Uh, it looks like no Will Smith. Yeah, um, no Will Smith. But I, does Goldblum come everyone back? Everyone else who survived the film has reteamed. Oh, man. Well, some people didn't survive. They're being joined by Liam Hemsworth, Jesse Usher, Micah Monroe, so on and so forth. Welcome, welcome to Earth again. So, yeah. is well, it there's the no same? way Bill Pullman is no way he's still the president. Is it the so same what's aliens? Going to be? Is it the same aliens? It's got to be. Oh man, that's cool. All right, let's go to the next one. I'm, I'm excited about Independence Day. I will go see that. Uh, maybe on the Fourth of July. I don't care. Uh, between the Cayucas Parade, I'll come in and then I'll go back to Cayucas for fireworks. The BFG. You Is that what you want to see? Is it going to look like that? <laughs> I don't know. What's it going to look like? I don't know. I don't even know what the BFG is, to be the honest. Big is Friendly that a Giant? Is it's that a, a rolled, kid's book? It's a rolled doll book. Okay. The BFG is the Big Friendly Giant. I don't think I ever read that one. Are you excited for it? Yeah, I think. I don't know. I'm interested. You think you're excited for it? I'm interested. You? It it was, a 80, it was a book that came out in 82, and so it was a book that was definitely read like when I was in in elementary school, we read it at some point. I don't remember all the plot lines to it, but just because it's from my childhood, I will be interested in it. It'd be like if they came out with a, I don't know, I don't know, yeah, uh, something about other books for during that time. What's what's a childhood book that you read like early on? Hold on, I gotta sneeze. <laughs> you ever read like Hatchet? You can edit that out. You if ever you read want. Hatchet? Uh, I always yes. thought they should make a movie about I read, that. And maybe I read they have. It, but um, I remember reading Johnny Tremaine. Yeah, Johnny Tremaine, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, totally. All right. So let's move on from BFG because I am excited about it. <laughs> but the next one is next called one. Star Trek Beyond. July 8th, Star Trek Beyond. So wow, this you Star- guys. This is the third Star you Trek guys, movie. This is like eight or ten movies in that you have to see. You have to go see a movie like every week and you have to see it while it's in the theaters. 2016 is going to be crazy. Save your money now to get tickets to yeah. movies. So this is the third Star Trek movie with the reboot with Chris Pine as Captain Kirk. And a lot of these movies I'm going to have to see at the Galaxy Theaters in Atascadero because I like the D-Box. I've never done D-Box. You should come up and go to a movie with Does me the in the D-Box. Rumble? It rumbles. Rumble pack. What do, you, you can, what do you think about you that? You can turn up the rumble or turn it down. And it also moves. Yeah. Like, um, it's, like a, it's like a tame version of Star Tours. So you, you like it? Yeah, good. it takes a second to get used to it, uh-huh. but it's it's an experience. And for movies like this, I think I saw Guardians there, and I saw the latest. Did I see the latest Star Trek. I saw another action movie there recently too. I've seen two in D box. Yeah, come come with us next time. Yeah, maybe Atascadero is quite a hike. I know from, from my neck of the woods, but especially because we have good theaters down here too. But you don't have D box. I don't have D box, but the RPX and 
Does it shake? And Santa Maria is good. It doesn't shake, but there's premium seats and they rock and there's, oh, they rock. there's like premium uh, they uh, rock like sound like system. By your own rocking power. Yes. Human human powered rocking. Of course, yeah. Okay. All right. So keep going. Um so Star Trek Beyond, like yeah. I said, the reboot with the new characters. Yeah. They minus JJ Abrams, who directed the first two. Bummer. But plus because jj abrams is doing star wars right he's now. doing star wars now he's now king geek i he think went having from track, done star trek to star wars. all your stars tracking wars mm-hmm. that's a alec baldwin he's um, like at, at this stage jj abrams is like like god of of like space sci-fi he's like george lucas was like circa like 1988 no he's bigger because he actually did star trek he was the guiding light for star trek and now Star Wars, right? Like but at that time, at that time, both universes. At that time, George Lucas had like Indiana Jones and. Other but he things. didn't have Star Trek. This is what I'm saying to okay. you. All right, Star Trek and Star Wars are like all the Star Geeks. Like okay. the, Great. the yeah, the the hardcore Star Wars fan. For most people, they can just like both. But the people who are hardcore Star Trek, yeah. think Star Trek is better. Uh-huh. Are diametrically opposed to the Star Wars people who think Star Wars is better. There's like there's like two separate factions. And and Abrams is the only person in the history of the, of the world who can say he controlled the destinies of both fan bases. This is what I'm saying. That makes him like the god of star things. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He's uh-huh. he's like at certain okay. point, like point he was the day like yeah, he created he created okay. You, you've convinced He said me. there was light and it was good for both of those universes. It's just amazing. Okay. So that's going to be a good one to go see. Yeah. Well, you lose J.J. Abrams. Right. If you're Star Trek, but you're gaining Idris Elba as like the, the key villain. Okay. So who's he going to play? Nobody knows. Okay. You're but not sure. it's supposed to be some transcendent villain. And okay. he's, a, he's a great actor. So, okay. Okay. I mean, there's some intrigue there for that one. Yeah. And same actors, but different director. How does that look? You know, how does how do they come out a little bit differently? Because the way that like the original Star Trek the original one that Abrams made with the um, with the lens flares and stuff that was just like really cool looking and really epic. How's that going to be with somebody else kind of directing it and managing it? So that'll yeah. be cool. Next one on the list. This one's a, a really polarizing one. July 15th. The Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters reboot. With uh, the all women. All, all female Ghost, cast. Ghost, right. Ghostbusters reboot. And the cast um, is going to include... Let's let's read it here. Come on, who do I see there? Do I see Kristen Wiig? Kristen Wiig is one of the stars. Yes. Yep. Do um, I see Melissa McCarthy? Melissa McCarthy is the other one. The girl from Saturday Night Live who's super tall. Wait, what? Is she from Saturday Night Live? Oh yeah, she's like a bit player on Saturday Night Live though. She doesn't have like a big role. What's her name? Uh, uh, Leslie Jones. Yes. And Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. She's also from Saturday Night Live. Great. She and plays so is just, Kristen. She Wiig. plays to Justin be, Bieber. To be fair, Kristen Wiig's also from. Saturday well, she's Night not Live. on Saturday Night Live anymore, right. Kristen Wiig, but, but from, McKinnon yeah. is. She plays Justin Bieber on Saturday Night Live. Right. Um, but so yeah, she, this is basically like the this is this is the the guy who's directing it is the same guy that did Bride Bridesmaids. Right. So this is like Bridesmaids crossed with Ghostbusters. What I think is interesting is if you look at these characters, like just how they're standing and what they look like. Like, are are we going back to like the archetypes of like the '80s Ghostbusters? Like, is um. Is Kristen Wiig basically Peter Venkman? Is Melissa McCarthy Dan Aykroyd's character? Um, is Kate uh, McKinnon looks like Egon? Egon, and then you have like, and then I <laughs> and hate, then you have I hate the to token say, black that's guy. what I was gonna say. Like, what, what? Winston, like, really? Have we have are we trying to do that? Like, is that still a thing? Yeah. I don't, I don't mean to be like, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe that's just how I see it. Do you know that but, Winston was originally supposed to be Eddie Murphy? That would have been awesome. If it was Eddie Murphy, though, you know he would have had like way more funny lines. He would oh, have had totally. lines and funny totally. lines. Totally. But, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't. It was the other dude. Yeah. I'm blanking on the actor's name. He's a really good actor, too. Yeah. Ernie Hudson. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't funny. Right. Like, he wasn't really funny. He was just a straight hard, man, like yeah. kind of just like, yeah, always he was just, scared. He yeah. was like the... the, the he, was, he was literally the token black guy. I mean, that was... Well, no, no, no. But but he was he was like the, the temp. Like they just put out an ad on craigslist or whatever and was like right. we need it we need a plumber we need a guy and he's like yeah yeah okay. we need a plumber and he's like all right i'll do it right like like that's literally how it he's portrayed which is cool that's the cool thing about ghostbusters because the way it was in the original movies was what if ghostbusters were like the like the fire department or right. or like the local like the city utility workers basically right which is, is, is an awesome idea which i hope that's that's still going to be like the premise because i think that's still cool it's like normal workers but their job is this supernatural thing. 
yeah, it'll be interesting to see how you know what the storyline is, how how much it it stays close to a storyline that we've seen before. Is it gonna you know are they gonna do things like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man again? I don't know. Like you know how is it gonna look? You know are they gonna try to make it a complete reboot and just do all different things? What's that all gonna look well, like? Well, the big question is, do you care that it's all women? Like, does is that something that do you do you like it better because it's all women, or do you not like it because it's all women? Do you care? I don't think I care. You don't care at it's all. It's either funny and good or it's not. It was all men before. I don't know. How do you feel? I think it adds an extra layer of intrigue. Right, intrigue. Right. It'll be interesting. You're like, oh, cool. Like, let's, let's see like, how it let, is. Now I want. I'm more. I'm more interested because it's all female. I'm not gonna go into it with any like you know predisposed ideas i'm not gonna be like oh this is gonna be awesome uh-huh. or this is gonna be bad right but i'm a little more intrigued because it's all female hmm. okay yeah i can get with so that. i want to i want to see it i don't know if it's see but there's so many movies i don't know if it's right. gonna be one that i see in the theater yeah that's another one I'm i would want to see, wait like, and see but it's but star trek is, is july 8th and ghostbusters is july 15th so again you know you're going to have to go be ready to see a movie like every weekend or binge or something. I mean, there are some movies I see with, with guys or some movies I see with, you know, my wife or something. So maybe I'll be able to, to work it out, but you're right. There's going to be some that fall through the cracks for everybody. Cause you just can't go see them all. Um, you know, kind of moving down. Um, see, for me, before you say anything, I yeah. fast forward to July 29th. Is that what you, what you're doing? I'm, I'm still moving down. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Jason Bourne 5. Matt Damon. They ha- th- did you know that J- th- they haven't done a Jason Bourne movie, like a Matt Damon Bourne movie, in like eight years or ten years? Yeah, it's or been a like while. Z- it's 2007 was the last one they did. That's eight years, right? And they did four of them with him? No, they did three, and then a Jeremy Renner came on for one. Okay. But the Jeremy Renner one, I tried to watch it, and I just fell asleep. Like It didn't ke- hold my interest. I was like, what? It was... T- there was just too much, um, you know, like jargon and like too much continuity that I wasn't really into. It wasn't didn't hold my interest. I was bored. But here's what I say: the Born movies, the Born movies are based on the books. You know, Born Identity, um, and there's a series of Born books. Um, I think who was the author? Is it of Born? Yeah, I can't think of the name right now. But anyways, okay. here's how what I, I read the books before I saw the movies. Um, so, the Born Identity as a book is really, really good. Like it's very good. It's one of my favorite books. I highly recommend it. If you haven't read it, read it. Robert Ludlum. Read it. Yeah, there you go. Who's I, read? Who's read a lot Lud, of good books? I knew yeah. it's Lud something, but I couldn't remember. It was Ludlum or yeah. Ludlow. Yeah. And and, uh, and yeah, the Born Identity is great. But then the rest of the Born books, like as they go it's they get like like 10 years passes between them all so he just gets like older and older it becomes less believable to me in my mind i'm like here's a 70 year old guy still doing like born stuff it doesn't make sense right and it does it's not even like i remember reading them thinking like this isn't even interesting (laughs) this isn't even intriguing anymore anymore no but the movies on the other hand i feel like the movies got better as they went on so like the first born the born identity movie didn't hold up to the book at all then the second one i thought was an improvement the third one was really good Right. Really good. The action in that was terrific. Right. Um, so the movies with with uh, with Damon got better as they went along. Where I feel like the books got kind of worse. So I'm really excited to see where this next one is. And it's been so long since Bourne has been around in that universe. Um, I'm actually interested to know now that like ten years has passed what this Bourne is doing because he's not. I mean, he's not so old that it's going to be weird that he's doing like all these action fighting sequences and stuff. Right. You know, but where's he at? Yeah, what's he been doing all this time? Right, like right, why right. is he coming out all of a sudden? Because right. at the end of the third one, he was like disappearing. Right, he was gone. Good. He was trying yeah. to get the hell out of there. Right. Yeah. Okay. So he took down Treadstone or whatever, and then he's right. like, and he's gone. He doesn't have anything else to fight for. Exactly. So, so there's got to be some outside for? thing, right? Yeah. What's he coming back for? He's still gonna be. He's still young enough that the action's gonna be compelling right. and cool. So I'm interested in that one too. It's another one that like I don't know. It's on the fringe. I don't know if I'm gonna see it in the theater. I want you to tell me about Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. What do you want to know? Let's. Yeah. I have no context. Well, give me like give me like the, the 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 one minute thumbnail of what Suicide Squad is. The it's elevator got Jared pitch. Leto and Will Smith. Okay. What's the deal? the The basic premise of Suicide Squad is there's all these violent violent criminals, and the government takes them fr- you know takes them from prison and sends them out on black ops missions, and has them. 
basically you know doing government operations okay um but they're they're, like they're they're criminals they're criminals high level criminals they're criminals and they're being blackmailed to carry out these mission for the government basically and and if they fail the government has like full deniability because it was like they escaped some yeah it was just some crazy loon like bunch of villains We, we had nothing to do with it um so that's that's the point of suicide squad so it's like these villains that are made to be kind of anti-heroes and you know the characters are um are are all you know at least for this for this collection the characters are mostly like unknown i mean you have harley quinn in there yeah you have the joker in there but the joker is probably not going to be on the suicide squad he's probably going to be you know a side character or like maybe the main he'll maybe he'll be the main villain right or maybe he'll just be you know a supporting character the main character is like will smith Deadshot. Right. Um, nobody knows who that is, you know, beyond like hardcore comic fans. Right. Nobody really knows who that is. Nobody knows who any of the characters are except for Harley Quinn. And most people know her from the Batman animated series TV show that we watched when we were like in sixth right. grade, you know, right, right, right. like yeah. elementary school or middle school or something. So it's, it's, I, I don't know what to think about Suicide Squad as a movie from what I've seen about it. The, the trailer was just really off-putting to me it was really weird i didn't like the imagery i didn't like where it looked the direction it looked like it was going it does not seem compelling like dark and weird not just dark it just doesn't i don't look at it and think like wow i want to go see that like weird for the sake of being weird not for like actual storyline that you want to get with maybe yeah Yeah. i just you know sometimes you watch something and you're just like i don't know if i like where this is going Right. That's the feeling that I got with the Suicide Squad trailer. I'm just okay. like, I don't know if I like where this is going. Okay. Like, I watch Deadpool, and I'm like, yes. I like where this give is me going. More, yes, give me more of that. Yeah. And uh-huh. that could be a function of somebody being not a great trailer maker, too, or something like that as well. Maybe. Um, when the trailer came out, they were still filming. Uh-huh. So they didn't have okay. the full access. So, like, what? one thing I like about a movie like this, and then we'll move on to the next one. One thing I like about a movie like Suicide Squad is that I don't know anything about it. And so it has, then, the opportunity to like bring to me entertainment with no preconceived notions. That's what I enjoy about. Yeah. Th- so it could be like, like this. it has potential to be the guardians right. of the galaxy. Basically. Right. Right. A lot like, um, Deadpool. I mean, Deadpool guardians, this, like they're going to bring something different than the normal superhero thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. it's, it has the potential to be guardians of the galaxy, but here's what the difference. Well, I'll tell you guardians of the galaxy. When the concept first came out, and I heard what it was going to be based on. Yeah. And I had a little bit of familiarity with you were excited. source material. I was immediately excited because I knew it was going to be good. This one, you're not. This one, the source material, I'm, I'm not fully confident in. And and the adaptation of it doesn't look very crisp so far. So I'm just, I don't know. I can't get behind it. I, whereas, whereas I would tell everyone, single person I talked to, that Guardians of the Galaxy was going to rule. I can't get behind Suicide Squad at all. Gambit. Another superhero movie, you're, you, you need to spend less time telling me about Gambit than Suicide Squad because that's We're the interest done. level. Go. Yeah. Okay. I'm not interested either in okay. Gambit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who is Gambit? Is he an X-Man? He's an X-Man. Yeah. I remember him from uh, from from the X-Men cartoon? Not really, no. Did you watch the X-Men animated cartoon? No. Are you serious? I'm serious. After after this is over, we're watching at least one episode of that. You know that, right? Good. Sounds like a plan. Okay. So... So Gambit, for those of you, for, for I guess for Owen, who doesn't know who Gambit is, he is a Cajun mutant, and he has the ability to charge inanimate objects with uh, kinetic energy, uh-huh. until they, and then he throws them and they explode. Oh. So he, he's a card player gambler, and so he carries a deck of cards with him. He is he the raging them. Cajun? Yes. He always says... He <laughs> <laughs> what? He always says like hey, mon ami. Yeah. You know, like like Cajun things. Yeah. Like those are his sayings. So he's probably gonna say Mon ami a lot, I would imagine. This this article says deal us in on this one, Mon ami. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, somebody got really excited about it. Yes. I get prepared to hear Mon ami. All, all right, right. Let's, let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> that's all you want to hear about yeah, that's it? that's all. Channing Tatum is going to be Gambit. Does okay. that make you any that's more great. excited? He that's was awesome. also Magic Mike. He's funny. one of your favorite movies. He was in 22 Jump Street and 21 Jump Street, right? Yes. 20, 22 Jump Street, by the way. Uh-huh. One of the more underrated, hilarious movies oh, yeah. that I've ever seen when, when it finds out that Channing Tatum is the one that's sleeping with Ice Cube, is Ice Cube's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> that was like I was like rolling on the floor in that scene 
because when Ice Cube was like yelling at him, that was the best thing. The whole, in the whole movie world. is good. That was like, a great. It's, it's, it's basically Twenty One Jump Street, but sillier and better. Well, it's just silly. It takes it to a sillier. But I think level. it's better because of that. Like, I think I think when you Johnny when, Depp shows up, right? Spoiler alert, right? Did yeah. you like that? Twenty Two Jump Street was amazing. Did you like that when Johnny Depp came sure, out? Sure, sure. It wasn't. I mean, the best part of it was just the, you know. The other parts, like when Ice Cube's mad at Channing Tatum. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, so that's your favorite part. Or not at Channing Tatum. Ice Cube being at, mad. At, um, what's his face? Jonah. Yeah, Jonah Hill. All right. Inferno. I need to read the book first. I don't know. I'm you know, reading the book now. Uh-huh. I did, This is one that I didn't know was did, coming out. Did you I read didn't the, even know it was I, I didn't, didn't know, know the book existed. I didn't know the book existed. I know the book Da Vinci existed. Code, Angel and Demons, I read on like 2004, 2005, something like that. This is the latest one in okay. the series. So yeah. I didn't know Angels and Demons one. in the books. Angels and Demons came out. Then the Da Vinci Code. Then um, the Lost Symbol. Then Inferno. Inferno is the latest one. But to they come haven't out. made a book or movie about the Lost Symbol. They're not they? going to. Okay. I don't think it was kind of not. I don't well, think I it ever wasn't read well it. received. Right. Okay. Inferno. I'm reading it now. I haven't read it, so I can't. I don't know what's going on with the, the storyline in the book. But um, I am excited to see this movie because Great. I feel like Angels and Demons, the movie improved highly upon the uh da vinci, da vinci code, code movie huh. so i really liked angels and demons as a movie i really want to see inferno i think uh tom tom hanks got a lot in a lot better shape for right. angels and demons than he was in da vinci code right um he's more believable as langdon as the series has gone on so i'm right. excited for that i want to see it yeah. i don't know what the story is because i'm barely i barely started i the feel book. like I'd, i'm not sure if i want to read the book beforehand because i felt like the book angels and demons was pretty good and i didn't think that the movie ma- could match with it and it didn't but like that, that kind of messes me up sometimes. Like when I read the book and then see the movie, well, the book it doesn't was, match. The book, dif- the, see, it's fantastic. With Da Vinci Code, right. the movie and the book, they were exact same plot. Right. The movie was exactly like the book, so right. it was disappointing for people because basically you're just seeing what you pictured when you read exactly the, book. the same thing. Right. Uh, uh, Angels and Demons deviated a little bit, just a little bit from the book enough though that it was enjoyable. Like you could enjoy it by watching the movie, and and you don't have to be like, oh well. You comparing it to the book negatively okay. so i liked it for that reason all right um let's keep moving down uh dr strange november 4th dr strange she's another superhero another superhero but benedict cumberbatch another superhero but like deadpool this is gonna be a superhero movie that hasn't been done before it's a it's a supernatural superhero magic you know it's but the genre of a superhero movie that hasn't been done before will have happened twice so far in 2016 before doctor strange and that's going to be the hard part you think it's gonna be hard sell doctor strange no i maybe but like i think that i think that it's going to be compared now to those movies and deadpool is going to kill it for everybody but it's so radically different than Deadpool. okay okay but i'm just saying like in terms of like the genre of a superhero movie that hasn't been done before that's different from the avengers you know that's how you have to sell it I just think it's going to be a hard sell. I'm, I'm going to probably enjoy all of them. I, here's here's why I disagree with that. Because in between Deadpool, you're going to have uh, basically Avengers 3, Captain America Civil War. You're going to have Batman v Superman. And you're going to have X-Men. Those are all going to follow So is it the, just going to be superhero movie super- sickness that this cures maybe because it's not? Maybe. I mean, it's you're a gonna, lot of superhero movies, JD. I know, but you're going to have those three superhero movies after Deadpool, right. the Batman v Superman, Civil War, and X-Men that, are, right. that follow the tried and true method. Then, then Doctor Strange is going to be like off the wall. And this makes weird. like eight superhero movies or some like big superhero movies this year, like in 2016. Is it eight? I don't I, Off the top of my head, I mean, you have Batman v Superman, Deadpool... Captain America Civil War, X-Men, um, the X-Men spinoff, the... Um, what X-Men spinoff? The guy. Oh, Gambit? Yeah. Yes. You have Gambit. And then Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. You have... Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. I just think at some point... I mean, and maybe people just can't get enough of it. Maybe it's just a money-making thing, and there you go. Um, but I'll be interested to see it, especially since it's Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, any of the other ones at the end catch your eye? Give me one more, maybe. Maybe Rogue One. Let's talk about Rogue One. Well, that's one. the next one, obviously. And it, and it all depends on how Star Wars does at the end of this year. And what it's like. Yeah. If Star Wars um, episode, what would it be? One, two, three, four, seven? Uh-huh. Seven. Yeah. If Star Wars episode seven, The Force Awakens, right. uh, d- underachieves or is disappointing, uh-huh. or it's going to make money no matter what. Because but if people don't really like it, then Rogue One might also go downhill. Yes, because remember the prequel we just talked about. Right. Episode one was in the 90s, and it was what? The second? It was the number two grossing movie? Right. People are going to go. 
It was, but you you just looked up the list. What was it? it was the number two grossing movie yeah. of the nineties, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Episode one. Yeah. But it was so bad. Right. Everyone hates it so much that it's it's widely regarded as hands down the worst of all Star Wars movies. Not even close. Right. And it ruined the next two movies, which were for a lot of people halfway decent. Which were good movies. Yeah. No. No. The third one was okay. The second one was halfway decent, I would right. say. They the just tried to so because they had to get away from that first one, but you can't just totally act like it didn't happen. Well, there was other like fatal flaws in the other two movies too, but sure. it just like that that killed it for a lot of people. So you could have one that is a uh, uh, a financial success, and I think no matter what, the next Star Wars movie is going to be financial success. But if it's not a critical success, okay, then that's when you see Rogue One. Yeah, I don't know, but do you know what the storyline for Rogue One is? Rogue One, well, Rogue, Rogue, whatever. I mean, that's like what the X-wing fighters were, right? I mean, they're like yeah, they're but like there's groups. all there's been leaks as to what the plot is. Have you seen? Uh-uh, any no, 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 articles? no. I, I didn't even know it was coming out. I mean, but I can picture what it is. It's it's kind of like um, okay, you tell me, then, like Mister. I don't haven't how read Guardians of the no Galaxy clue. is is on the side of the um, it's kind of on the side on the periphery of what's happening in the Avengers movies. This is going to be on the side or the periphery of what's happening in the star Wars movies that are coming out. And since the star Wars movies only come out every two years, these are going to come out in between in the in between years to kind of satiate star Wars fans. And they're going to be kind of different stories that are happening in the same galaxy and universe. Okay. That's possible. (laughs) This is also possible. I don't know if this is true or not, but this is the rumors, like the rumors, the leaks, you know, the rumored plot for rogue one is that it's a prequel. It's not filling the gap between Star oh, Wars movies. Okay. It's a prequel. It happens before episode four. So it happens between three and four. And the storyline is um, Ro- Rogue One is about the spies who steal the plans for the original Death Oh, Star. neat. You know how star- the episode four starts yeah. and Leia has the plans and they're like, and she's like, people died to get these, you know, and like, then they send them this down. Is, this is them. Yeah, this is how they got those plans to the original Death Star. That's and it's, and it's going to be gritty. I mean, I'm looking at the the picture for it or whatever, and it's it's going to be gritty. It's going to be cool, um, in kind of a gritty space way that that they can make it. It's it's going to be neat. I'm actually as interested to see this as I am. I know it won't be as epic probably, but I'm as interested to see how this movie's made. And I would bet that it's because of the because if what you say is true, because of the interestingness of it, the interest level of it, like just the, the, the plot i think it, it has potential to be almost like a better movie than even like episode seven potentially like i i think you could probably like start to start to think about that well there were things that were just left unsaid or off screen in the original star wars well, trilogy all, like, all three of them right and yeah four, there were four things, five and six yeah. exactly there's things that just happened off screen or between movies and right. or before the movie right. like this one that you could fill the gaps in and that's one of them another one is i think lando at the end of at the end of Empire, Lando is a big traitor and gives up the rebels and gives up Han Solo. And then the beginning of Return of the Jedi, he's <laughs> what is it? he's like General Solo or General uh, Calrissian. Calrissian, and you're like, what? Right. what? Wasn't right. this guy just a traitor? Like, so there's some, something happened between the two movies, and you're like, right. okay, t- that tell me that story. Tell me how Lando got redeemed. Right. You know, tell me how they stole the original plans for the Death Star. Right. You know, this film directly and will directly inform the events that kicked off the original George Lucas epic with Felicity Jones leading an international cast. Uh, The picture is being directed. uh, Blah, blah, blah. It's supposed to have the big screen feature return of of Darth Vader. So Darth Vader's in it, obviously, if he's in the Death Star um, or whatever. So he could be on screen as well. Really interesting. Okay. Um Assassin's Creed, another video game. Another video game. Let's talk about it really quick. Um, Did you ever play any of these Assassin's Creed? No, games? but they lo- I always wanted to. I played Assassin's because they were like throughout too. throughout history. Yeah, which I thought was kind of cool. Like there was one of the like the American Revolution, and like I I like things that contextualize that way. And we have I, like less than five minutes here. I so. played Assassin's Creed Two. Is the only one of the series I played. It was in Renaissance Italy. Yeah. Um, it was kind of repetitive gameplay. It wasn't okay. a game that I was like, oh, I want to keep playing this, right. and I want to also get the other games in the series. But I think thinking about the the game itself, because I've never played it, but the idea about it, it could be a really cool movie, maybe a better movie than it was a game. Well, do you know the premise of the game? Tell me. Um, there is a guy in modern times uh-huh. who is plugged in to like a Matrix kind of a thing, and he's sent back in time right. into his his ancestor's 
body right. back in to be an assassin. Yes, and then you play through the game as the assassin, but really you're this modern day person in that body, right. and you go through all the missions, using the and old stuff. weapons and doing the old yeah. missions, right? So right. Th- it'll have a techno twist, I'm sure, to the movie, and it'll have some period, you know, stuff to it. Which right. it, it's it, it's an interesting premise. Is I, it, it going to be in Renaissance? Is that when when it's I don't, happening? I don't know the the I don't know. That's just the one I played. Right. It could also right. be medieval times. It could also be American Revolution. It could be pirates. I, I don't know what right. the I don't know what the premise is for the film. And to be honest, there's been delays. It's, it says 15th century ancestor. Okay, so that's what, like Aguilar. medieval times, right? Isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Fifteenth yeah. century Spain with all, with all new characters. Yeah. Rather than adapting to the existing video game story, um, a new no, character. that's Renaissance times, right? I'm 15th bad century, with the fourteen hundreds. Yeah, I think that's medieval. Well, isn't that was that was when, when did Christopher Columbus come to America? Fourteen ninety two. Okay, so that's right around that time. Okay. So it's around the conquistadors right. time. Is that the Inquisition and all that? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. See, I I don't I don't know. I don't know. History. I, I don't people know. who know history who've made yeah. it this far are I like, don't know anything damn about it, history. damn it, you guys, get it right. Call us up. Get and, it right, JD, and school us in history. All right. Um. So there's a lot of awesome movies we could talk about more. But we're over an hour now on this podcast, and we probably need to wrap it up. If you have any movies that you want to see. Or if you want to maybe uh, organize a Hurricane and Scroggs movie night, that might be kind of a fun thing. If you're really interested, you let us know, and uh, maybe we'll do something around one of these movies that sounds interesting to us. You can follow J.D. Scroggin at J.D. Scroggin yes. on Twitter. It's pretty tough. You can find me at Owen Main, at Fansmanship, other places. Uh, and thanks again for listening for so long. Uh, we really appreciate it. hope you enjoyed our 2016 movie uh breakdown or what we're excited about uh what movies are you going to see let us know um we'll definitely have takes on movies throughout the rest of 2015 including uh the star wars movie and other things that are coming out and we're definitely going to try to stay uh stay regular with our podcasts we're going to be the metamucil of podcasts keeping it regular so uh with with i'm gonna hold you to that that sounds good and and i I want to hear regular uh podcast movements from you yes absolutely and and since we haven't had any uh movements in our last two podcasts uh maybe hopefully hopefully maybe it's it's not moving anymore in terms of that that type of conversation all right we're out of here for jd scrog and i'm owen main talk to you soon peace wick wick whack <laughs>